Hello everyone and welcome back to the show. It's your host Delena and welcome to I Said That. In this episode, we're going to be talking about something kind of motivational, kind of inspirational, kind of in your face, but not really. We're going to be talking about how to set goals and actually get them done. So sit tight, put those earbuds in, and turn the volume way up because we're about to have a good time. So setting goals, I bet you're kind of thinking, Delana, what actually qualifies you to tell me how to set and accomplish goals? I will tell you this. It is nothing but a track record of being one who used to procrastinate on some things, still kind of procrastinate on a lot more, but can say that it's not quite as substantial as the past. I'm able to make a list and check things off and feel good about myself. So if I could give you some short, simple tips on how you're able to do that, and you're able to do the same thing, then I would say, pat myself on the back, you go girl. Have it in your mind that you're not actually going to procrastinate when it comes to needing to get something done. I know just as well as the next person how easy it is to let things fall by the wayside, hit that back burner, and then want to watch Netflix and not do anything else. I'm very proud to put on that t-shirt because I've been there. But what you have to constantly do is put yourself in a, um, a constant state of self-motivation and realize that the only way you're going to be able to get to the other side of having things accomplished in your life is actually taking that first step and starting them. And I really feel like that's probably the best and only step when it comes to getting things done in the beginning phase. It's literally starting (laughs) because once you get started and you're in your momentum and you're going and you're flowing there's really there's nothing that's going to stop you make sure that the actual goal is something that can be attainable like if you're one like oh I want to lose 20 pounds in two days like that's always going to be you setting yourself up to fail so if your goal was something that was simple as me was, hey, I wanted to start something that people could vibe and listen to. Step one, blah, blah, blah. Step two, blah, blah, blah. So on and so forth. So make sure that one, you set a goal that is attainable by you and that you are able to accomplish. You don't want to set yourself up to fail. Another thing, actually do practical things that will help you accomplish it. If that means writing it down, then write it down. If that means you taking five minutes out of your day to maintain the momentum and see where things are going, um, see if maybe the goal needs to be reassessed, see if maybe that, hey, I want to do this and it might've been for the wrong reasons, this might've been for the right reasons. Let's take it to the left, let's take it to the right. Just reassess and make sure that the people that are keeping you accountable are doing the exact same thing. Find accountability. I know for me, especially when it came to going and getting things done, especially with this podcast, for instance, it was literally sisters that I had in my life, like women of God who came behind me and literally when they saw me slacking, saw me not getting things done, really propelled me and pushed me, motivated me, encouraged me gave me great words to literally say, get off your butt and get things done. 
And um, when I tell you that really like warmed my soul, like it really spoke to me. It let me see that I'm not the only one who's motivating me. Other people are motivating me and their words drowned out the words that are inside of my brain. I said, just stay and watch Netflix. Another episode won't hurt. (laughs) But I really feel if you're not in a place where you have um, great women or men that are able to encourage you and lift you up and really um, see the light or the goal that's in your life and then push you to that harder than you ever thought possible, then I really stretch you and encourage you to do so because there's literally nothing better and it really helps. Another thing, try to set many goals for yourself and then once you've accomplished something small, it'll then motivate you to then get to something that's bigger and then even bigger. So let me give you an example of that. So first small goal that I set for myself. I wanted to clean out my closet. I, I love to shop. I love to buy clothes. I like to look fashionable in what I consider fashionable. And so I realized that I accumulate a lot of things. When you accumulate a lot of things, but don't actually throw anything else out, you're left with a lot of things that don't necessarily go with each other. When you're in a place where you're constantly buying things, but you aren't removing the old, then things are going to start looking disorganized because you're constantly picking up a blouse that you know won't necessarily go with your outfits, but it's there. And it's basically just in the way and it's an extra nanosecond in the morning when you need to be getting ready for work that you've picked up the shirt that you know that doesn't look right and it has a stain and never goes out even though every time you wash. So, um, what I wanted to do was really just like take time out of my schedule, which isn't necessarily hard, but easier said than done. (laughs) And actually like take the shirt out, move it to somewhere else, which is not my closet. So that when it came time for me to actually want to pick up something that I liked, I did it. And it was fun. One of the next things that really helps when it comes to um, setting a goal and actually meeting it is write it down. I know that's one of the things that a lot of people probably don't think of because we're in such a like a technological advanced age where I don't know you think you can remember it I don't <laughs> but I still um, find myself comforted by the simple task of being able to write something down on a sheet of paper once I've started it and I've been encouraged to actually be in it to actually when I get to the stage of being almost done that I'm then able to cross it off of my list because I'm able to keep it in order. Okay, what have I done? What have I not done? Once I have had it done, that sensation of being able to cross it off lets me see, oh snap, progress is being made. Then I really encourage you to go ahead and be the person to write something down so that when it's written and you're able to get done, you can cross it off and it actually builds something inside of you. I don't know, it's like stardust on a mountain, but you can like cross it off and it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm getting things done. It feels really great. When you are checking things off your list and you're getting things done, celebrate yourself. I love the whole thing of treating yourself, but making sure that you're not treating yourself too far. Like don't after you complete one menial task, just go out and buy a car. But if you see yourself checking things off, if you wrote it down and you say, oh, check, I actually made my bed this morning, then celebrate that. I mean, eat some ice cream dive straight into a brand new book that you might want to buy yourself 
make it reasonable, but also celebrate how far you've come because you were in a place where you would not have been without motivation. So always see the goodness in the things that you're trying to do. There you go. You've now been given tips on how you can set goals and then actually get things done. I'm proud of you because I feel like what you did just now was help me actually accomplish one of my goals. And I think that's great. Keep listening, people. Welcome to the next segment of our show, Transition, Transition. And it's called I Heard That, which is basically just our story time segment of the show. You get to basically hear just different highlights of my day, my life, how I live, how I breathe, how I walk out this life as me. And one of the first stories that I wanted to share with you was how I um, basically did this whole thing where I wanted to be a minimalist and I wanted to basically downgrade my entire life. So they look different. It looked like less. And sometimes as we hear the phrase, less is more, I wanted to try that out. I wanted to see what it basically would look like if I was in a room by myself, which is kind of crazy, but I actually tried it. So I did basically a time where I literally had to tell myself, girl, get your life. So if you're not familiar with what actual minimalism is, It's simply you learning how to live with less and actually cherish the things that are important to you and bring those closer than actual just materialistic things. And there are books about it. There are um, actual lifestyles that people lead living in a room where it's like just them, a bed, a chair, and a photo of their dog. Like it's completely possible and it brings a lot of people joy. But I know for me, I saw myself turning the tide and being very materialistic when it came to just hoarding things that I did not need and not throwing anything away. And that, to me, turns into a place where you're literally just living with a lot of junk. So I um, was very fascinated by Marie Kondo's book, um, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I thought about, hey, this actually sounds like a really good idea of how to actually Get all of your things together and then throw away the things that you do not need. And so I picked a day, more like a full two days because it was a lot of things. And I went through my closet and I tried to see what are things that I need? What are things I need to cherish? What are things that actually need to stay closer to me and what needs to go bye-bye? And when I tell you, It's easier to really be able to decipher what you do and do not need when you base it off of, hey, when was the last time I actually used this? So I use what I call the six-month rule. If I haven't used or picked this up within the last six months, some people do three, then throw it away or give it to someone who would be able to value it a lot more than I would. Because If I'm holding on to it and not using it, then what happens when I want to bring something new into the mix? Here I am just bringing in new, putting it on top of the old, and then having to step over it later. So what you have to do basically is just ask yourself, hey, when was the last time I used this? If it hasn't been within the last six months, toss it. 
prime example. I do not like t-shirts. T-shirts, they're fine. I bet they clothe your body well. But just t-shirts in general, I don't like to really hold on to or keep because they don't really seem fashionable to me. They just seem like kind of just a casual, lazy day kind of thing. And so what I typically do is just sleep in them. But if I have 50 of these little t-shirt things that I just sleep in, and they're taking up space for actual clothes that I'll need to wear when I'm actually out of the house, then what is the actual purpose of them? Nothing. So that's why I make it my personal thought whenever I'm going through that six-month rule is, hey, is this t-shirt something that in the next six months, I'm thinking future now, that I actually want to be around in my closet space? And if not, toss it. And so when I finally was done after those two days of cleaning out my closet and getting everything done, I had not one, not two, but three garbage bags full of clothing and knickknacks that I was able to give to a family that probably would have needed them or wanted them a lot more than I wanted to give them away. One of the things that I tried out during my minimalism slash decluttered lifestyle was um, just a no-spend month. And I decided to do it for the month of February because one, it's the shortest, hashtag's also Black History Month. And I wanted to see if I could put myself on a, um, just a test of self-discipline and budget because I find myself in a place where I know I have the self-control to not buy things if I don't need it, but I wanted to just set small goals. Mm, Throwback to the first segment. And, um... I wanted to see if it was possible to really see where some of my triggers were, um, where the money is being spent and I don't necessarily need the item. If I just put these parameters around the month of February and say, okay, during this time, you're going to try not to spend anything. One, you save money. Two, you're able to really test your limits of your self-control. Tips to consider when trying out minimalism. Do not go overboard baby step this process. I really encourage you to think about what it is that you want to declutter first. If you're one who always seems to have an extra five white shirts in your closet, or you um, are in a place that you're constantly trying to figure out, what should I wear today? I always feel like I go to my closet and I have nothing to wear. Then maybe you should start with your clothes. Rehash and try the six-month rule plan, where if you haven't worn it within the last six months, toss it. You're not missing it because you clearly haven't worn it. And if it's something that might even still have the price tags on it, I'd recommend writing it down and seeing why is it this is something that you bought but didn't actually wear. If you remember why you bought it and under what circumstances, try to really think about that and figure out why it is that was worth your money then but not worth your money now. If you see, oh, wow, I really have a lot of makeup brushes and unopened and unused makeup, ding, 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 talking about myself, then declutter your makeup. Toss out things that are past their expiration date. Yes, makeup does have an expiration date. And keep the things that you know that are essentials. I have a particular brand of concealer and face powder that I use all the time. So I don't have to worry about... um, buying that and thinking I'll have to throw it out. So I stick to that particular brand. I stick to that particular product. And when I'm out, I buy a new one. 
Sometimes it's nice to experiment with new colors and brands, but if you do that too many times, you'll accumulate things that you won't actually use and you end up making waste. If you're wanting to try out minimalism, start with papers. If you find like you seem to accumulate a lot of documents or just forms that you sign, um, flyers that you pick up from maybe going to like a local event, concert programs, toss those out first. If the papers don't have any sentimental value to you now, then toss them out. Like there's no point of holding on to a choir concert program from when you were in high school. It doesn't actually solve any purpose. So toss it out and then make room for new things. I feel like in general, just because of the lifestyles that we lead, we don't actually realize how many things that we actually accumulate until they're all mounting around us. And even though you might not necessarily feel pressure, you still can feel the weight of what it is to have too many things when you try to put something away and all your drawers are full. But you think that it's some kind of weird, hoaxy, folksy way of people to live with less with and call it more as like a false sense of humility. I say rethink how your brain works. You know, it's kind of weird. Can't rethink. Was my life radically changed by getting rid of all of this stuff? No, not really. Did this minimalism thing take a hold and now I'm sitting in a bare room? No, not really. So takeaways that I have from being a minimalist for that short week or month span. Think truly about whether or not you need something when you're purchasing it. Is it a smart buy? Is it actually going to help me in the lifestyle that I lead? Or is it only going to bring a momentary sense of satisfaction? Is it going to be adding to me? Or is it going to be taking away from time that I could be using for other things? Example for that. If it's a t-shirt that's already wrinkled in the store, why buy it so that every time you need to wear it, you have to iron it? That's taking time out of your precious day to iron something. Who wants to iron? I, I typically don't like to iron very much, and so I don't. So instead, buy a shirt that might be higher quality that doesn't wrinkle as much so that when you go out, you don't have to worry about ironing. So think think about that. Take that under consideration. Overall, tr the decluttering part of minimalism was very important, but I don't even think I can necessarily say that I was living a minimalist lifestyle. I probably was just um, living um, a downsized lifestyle for a little bit. I was just trying to see what it was like to just live with less, and it was, it was pretty eye-opening. I'm happy that I did it. Can I say that it's um, practices that were sustained in my life a little bit? Because even now I can see that I need to declutter more. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to put on that code of minimalism again. But what I'm trying to do is just keep those same principles so that when I feel like I'm still holding on to certain things, I can know, hey, I have the self-control and I have the ability to not hold on to that. So to just get rid of it and throw it out is really, really good. Celebration! Woo, woo, woo! Yeah, you made it to the end of our episode. I want to thank you so much for listening as I 
shared about some tips on how to get stuff done. Hashtag just did that. Um, also, just a little story and small tips about my minimalism phase slash just how to keep yourself a little bit more tidy. And um, all of the good things that are in between. This episode was brought to you by myself. I would really encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can stay up to date with any new episodes and anything else that's going on. Also, if you'd like to send in any requests about any episode topics or different things you'd like for me to discuss or discuss with other people, hashtag I said that with friends, then you can um, just send me an email to I said that podcast at gmail.com, all one word, and I will be checking that. In closing, what I'd really like to do is end each episode with just my mantra slash motto of just inspiration and just encouragement. Because I do believe that in a world that might seem to want to dish out hopelessness, that you giving each opportunity that you can could give out hope could actually change the world. And so um, just with hashtag I did that, use what you have been given to perform the unimaginable and alter this world for the better. This is I Said That with Delena, your host Delena. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Welcome, welcome, I said you welcome, welcome, and I say thank you, thank you for all you listening, listening.